Hello. It's me, Allie. Gosh darn Makovsky. I'm not gonna cuss. As you know, I don't want to get censored on the old YouTube. I could use any views I can get. So it's the PG portion of the show, which is the beginning portion. And then slowly it'll all unravel and I'll start talking nasty. Because I know that's why you're here. Um, what a week it's been. Oh my gosh, I had so much fun with Fahim on the last episode. He seriously is, I know I said this a bunch when he was on, but he really is like one of my favorite comedians. If you ever have the opportunity to watch him perform, if he's ever on a lineup of a show nearby you um, or in your city, go see him. He's so funny. His brain, he just is so quick. Um, so that was really fun. And then I'm super excited for the upcoming guests because we're going to start backlogging some episodes for the holidays because it can be, you know, I'm going to be with family. I'm going to be in San Francisco this week with... Um, my sister and her new in-laws. And then I have two shows in San Francisco the day after Thanksgiving and the day after that. I think it's like a Friday and a Saturday. And they're on one of those like big boats that goes to Alcatraz. And so we're like doing, it's going to be so cold on the water, but I'm going to be bundled up. It'll be really fun to do some shows. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to be kind of out. So I'm going to start backlogging episodes. I already have some guests confirmed that I'm very excited about. Um, and yeah, I mean, all the guests that I have on are people who I just am a fan of. And I think that that's very exciting. One thing that I'm bummed about is that Theo Vaughn beat me to having a trucker on the podcast. Because I've been messaging this guy. There's a guy on Instagram. I forget his name. I'm sorry. He listens to every episode. He's great. His Instagram is some. I think there's a period after some and then wise guy. Maybe there's a period in between each thing. But he's a truck driver. He has a pretty funny Instagram too. His stories are pretty funny. And uh, and I don't know. I, I, I just am very fascinated by truck drivers. As you know, that's my plan B. I mean, based on how things are looking with the second lockdown and closures, I might just get my truck driving license for fun. You know, I'll be like touring, headlining in Ohio and just truck driving on my way over there. It seems like a win-win situation. Working to work. Working on your way to work. I don't know. Um, yeah, someone was like, Theo got one of your role models on his podcast. I was like, what is this person talking about? And then I saw that he had a truck driver on. I was like, gosh, dang it. But um, yeah, I, uh, I want to start interviewing more people that I'm just fascinated by. That was kind of the goal of the pod, you know, and then with COVID times, it's hard to reach out to people you don't know because everyone's kind of like feeling different about going on a podcast right now and stuff. So, um, yeah, hopefully soon I'll start to have more people who I just think are really interesting. I'm trying to get someone from the show. I hope no, <laughs> I hope no one else copies this because I want to be the first. No one else take this idea. I'm trademarking a podcast guest right now. So if anyone else takes it, I'm coming for you. I just started watching. I just started and finished season six of the show alone on Netflix. Have you heard about this? So... Mm. Pretty much, oh my gosh, it's so good. So Netflix only has season six, but I think you can watch the other seasons on Amazon Prime. And pretty much it's like 10 contestants go to, I think each season, maybe it's a different place. Season six, it takes place in the Arctic. I don't know where that is. Is that in Alaska? Is that in the North Pole? I don't know. Canada? I don't know. But they're in the Arctic. Maybe it's by like Greenland or something. Anyway, 10 people... Go to this deserted place. There's no one there. There's nothing there. It's just them and the creatures that live there. And uh, they can only take, I think, either five or ten items with them. I'm pretty sure it's five. So they can bring, like, you know, obviously they're, like, wearing their clothes that they come with. But then they can bring, like, a bow and arrow. They can't bring guns. No guns are allowed. But they can bring like a bow and arrow, for example, or maybe like a pot to cook with, 
um, maybe like a fire starter thing, but they can only bring five things with them. And then they have to carry around 65 pounds of camera equipment to film themselves. And these people are just like survivalists or like people who love the outdoors. And the prize, if they're the last one, because the goal is to just outlast everyone. So say the other nine people who are on this season with them are bad at being outdoors men and women. It could last, you know, 15 days. Say everyone is like, I'm out, I can't do this, or I'm too hungry, or whatever. It could maybe last 15 days. Who knows? The season six, it lasted like 72 days, 75 days. This person was out there just like, oh, it was, oh, it's so good. It is so good. So the reason I bring that up is because I want to get one of the people, I message them. I think I need to be more official, but I thought I'd just slide into the DMs, keep it casual, but I'm going to be professional. I'm going to go, I'm going to find their email, send them a nice letter uh, virtually because I want to get one of the people from that show on the pod because here's my thing. I can hardly survive with any tool accessible to me. Do you know what I mean? I have a kitchen. I have fire. You know, I have like a light. There, I have things and that's difficult. I'm like, how am I supposed to do life? And they're just like eating squirrels. They, they like hang nooses for squirrels and the squirrels just go in and then you see them and they're frozen and they're like hanging and it's like suicidal squirrel forest. And, uh, and then they're so grateful and it makes you like appreciate the art of like, I feel like Joe Rogan watching the show, you know, I'm like, it's, it's a beautiful thing to like kill it, kill the animal that you're going to eat or Cameron Haynes, I feel like is more like that. But you know, they, they like finally catch a squirrel they haven't eaten in two days and they're like, I'm so grateful. And then they have to like eat the intestines because there's nothing. Oh, it's so good. So I want to have one of the contestants on the show. There's one in particular that I really want, but I'll take like maybe two of the other ones from that season. What's the name of the person? I don't want to say the name because if I don't get them on and I have someone else, then people will know that I didn't want the other person Can I as burst much. Your bubble? What? Joe Rogan on May 28th had Jordan Jonas of Alone, the winner. Ugh. Gosh, dang it. Leave it to Joe to already have the guest. That's not who I wanted, though. He's like, the loser? He, no, not the loser. I wanted the runner up. Her name is Wonia, Wonia, W O N I Y A. She was second up and she was badass. And I want her on because girl power or whatever. But she was like, her motivation for it and her reason for leaving, because she left. Because it was her birthday. She had been there for like 71 days. It was only her and the other guy. She could have very well... Well, maybe I shouldn't say that. Because that dude, J Jordan, whatever, he was crazy. It was almost like he was more capable of living in the Arctic than he is. Like, he's one of those people who just, like, thrives in the wild. And... Um, if I remember right, because I, I listened to that episode, I think... He was like homeless already for a long time and he was like a, a wanderer or something. Like a he lot. He would like go on like trains and just like live off the land. Yeah, a lot of people guys. on that show are kind of like, they are the type of people who feel more like comfortable being part of the land and like in that environment. Like one of the other girls who was on the show was talking about how for a year she um, was houseless. I, these people like Jordan, I don't think he was like homeless in the sense of, you know, times got tough, whatever. A lot of these people are people who are choosing to be homeless because they want to like figure it out on their own, which is cool. You know, it's just not my thing, but I'm so fascinated by that. And um, yeah, it was just really cool. But the girl, I really want her on because she... She was just having a great time and a lot of people start getting in their head and getting sad and she was like, this is just such a cool opportunity and she starts making like scarves with squirrel skin. It was nuts, you know, she's like, I just, she's like, the weather's nice today so I'm going to make a scarf out of this squirrel skin 
and you have so much downtime. Like, how do you not go crazy? You start to see as the episodes go by, as the days go on, these people start to go a little bit crazier and crazier because they have nothing to do. You know, they're like painting faces on volleyballs, um, you know, like Wilson. What was that movie? What was the name of that movie? Toy Story? No. Uh, Tom Hanks when he's on the island and he draws Catch the- Catch me if you can. Is that what it's called? I think so. Yep. Catch me if you can. Are you can. sure? Will you Google that? Why won't you Google it? Tom Hanks, Wilson. It's called Castaway. Castaway. Oh my God. Why would you- t- Ugh. I was like, catch me if you can. That sounds like a love rom-com. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I got very into that show. I haven't watched any of the other seasons yet, but damn, I can't believe Rogue. I mean, I can, that makes sense, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. Rogan already had him on the pod, but Rogan has everyone on his podcast. Okay. Here's the thing with my podcast. I know nothing about the outdoors. I know nothing about survival. I know nothing about what weight loss can do. And then whatever my questions are going to be like, dumb and that's good and different so i don't know i'll think of other guests to get who else did i hit up oh i hit up this one yeah okay yeah there's gonna be some other whatever yeah so i want to i want to start having more people on like that that are just people who i'm fascinated by and intrigued by people were like you need to get more ufc fighters on the podcast because my episode with cheeto vera did he fight last night i don't think so it's fighting um, on december 18th okay yeah it's coming up or something okay yeah people were like you need to get more ufc i just here's the thing i just felt like a connection to cheeto because i had met him right before he won the fight so i felt like somehow i was involved in him winning and i kept up with what he was doing i don't pay attention if there was another ufc fighter i could get it would only i would only want to get like israel adesanya because he's funny he's so charming and good looking i met him that night too but it was just kind of i didn't know that he was a fighter when i met him until like mid conversation and um and i also didn't realize how great of a fighter he was or else i really would have been like gassing him up you know so yeah, he, I think he's really cool. Jorge Masvidal would be cool. Ben Askren, because I saw him get his head bashed in by Jorge. So those are, I guess, like the main... Or um, some of the some of the female fighters that I saw that night who I thought were cool. I don't know. Maybe I will. I guess I shouldn't say no. I mean, I yeah, I would just want... That's the thing. That's what I'm trying to say is that I just want to have people on who I am intrigued by and fascinated by and curious about. I don't want to just have like people, 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 whoa, people on just cause of what they do. If I'm not that interested but in you it. You started this by saying that Theo stole your trucker idea. What is that? What does that have that to do just with like anything? Some guy? Yeah, but I'm fascinated by trucking. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Duh. Yeah. So it's not like I'm just like trying to get a trucker on. I I want to know more about truckering and whatnot. So and that's that's why I never got one on earlier is because I don't know enough truckers. There's no that's a bummer. We need to have celebrity truckers like famous truckers that I can keep up with. We need a trucking reality show. Copyright. If anyone if like. If TLC comes out with some trucking reality show, oh, don't crush my dreams for a second time, Anthony. I'm sure there's already one. If there's a current one, I'm going to be annoyed. Not that annoyed. Actually, it'll be helpful because if there is a trucking show, guess what? Now I get to start watching and finding my next guest. Ice Road Truckers. I don't care about ice roads. I don't need like extreme truckers. I don't need the the monster energy drink of truckers. I want just straight up truckers. You People want who rest work stop truckers. I want yeah, I want rest stop truckers who are getting freaky deaky at the rest stops, who are maybe smoking crack from time to time, who are definitely chain smoking parliaments, you know. Um yeah, I think there needs to be like a reality show about truckers that aren't extreme. Just kind of the nuances, the boring every day to day, whatever. I'll figure it out. But yeah, so anyway, 
how did I get here? Um, possible guess. Possible guess. There's more exciting things happening. I personally, I think I said this. No, someone pointed out a while ago. They sent me. Uh, so I did an episode that came out January 1st or maybe 2nd, the first week of 2020. And I'm talking about how I think 2020 is going to be a hard year. And someone was like, damn, Allie predicted 2020, which like, no, but okay. That's so Raven over here. Um, some There's like one dude who gets mad that I burp into the mic. A lot of people would pay for that. So just mute it. Um, there. Oh, yeah. So for 2020, I was like, 2020 is going to be a hard year, which I think is fine. And when I tell people that I think 2020 is going to be a hard year, they keep being like, no, it's not. Like, why would you think that? Like positive thoughts. And I'm like, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think it's going to be like a year of growth for me and like learning. And (laughs) you bet your bottom that it was a tough year. And I have grown in some ways and I've probably not grown in other ways and gotten worse in some things. I'm not sure what. My sleeping has gotten way worse. Um, But I think 2021 outside of, you know, I think... uh, the globally maybe it's not going to be like an amazing year where we're all just going to like bounce back the economy is going to be great there's going to be world peace like I don't think that's going to happen here's the thing about world peace it's not going to happen people you have to have chaos to live there's never going to be like it's never going to be just like happy dappy pappy pap smear you know it's always there's always going to be conflict There has to be conflict. There has to be chaos. Obviously, do we want to minimize that? Yeah, that'd be awesome. If there were like less racist people in the world, that would be amazing. But the idea to have zero racist, like that just doesn't exist. That's not unfortunate. Obviously, I would love for that to be the case, but that's just not going to happen. It's just not, unfortunately. Um, But... I uh, I think this year, outside of globally and like, you know, what might health, money, whatever, personally, and I think in a general sense, I think 2021 is going to be um, an exciting year because we've had all this time to just sit and think and ponder and hopefully grow in waves, not constantly, but like, you know kind of try and figure out what we want to do. I think 21 is going to be exciting because we're going to feel, at least I want to feel like um, I have stuff to look forward to and new ideas. And I don't know, I feel pretty positive about it. But also just remember, it's just a day at a time. There's no, there's no like a magic dust that sprinkles at midnight on New Year's, you know, there's, it's just a year. It's just a way to categorize time. There's nothing about that. You know what I mean? But if we want to go by years, I think 2021 is going to be, is going to be exciting. It's going to be new, um, which might have its own challenges, but I think overall, what if I was a psychic and we found out through the podcast, like that I say stuff on the podcast that later on is revealed to be true? I don't want to start making predictions. It has to come naturally. But you guys need to like pay attention and listen. So that way, when I do say something revolutionary in hindsight, you can point that out because, you know, my memory is not going to last um, yeah, this has been a challenging year. I, I was kind of going through a little rut. I feel like I did talk about this, no? I don't know. I was going through a rut, like, two weeks ago. I was feeling sad. I was just feeling kind of like, mm, um, like a lack of motivation, a lack of confidence, a lack of, um, gratitude. I was just feeling bummed, you know, and... And so I was like, you know, I should start seeing a therapist again. And because my sister has a really good therapist because my sister will like tell me stuff that her and her therapist talk about. And I'm like, that is good because sometimes someone will talk about their therapist and what they're saying. And I'm like, are you sure that that's not just like your neighbor? Because that's terrible advice. Or sometimes therapists, I feel like don't give you constructive um, things to do. I feel like with therapy, it's helpful when they give you like 
uh, things to try, like new ways to handle situations rather than just like listening and not giving you feedback. So I don't know. I really like, I think I like my sister's therapist. So I had my sister get recommendations from her therapist and I found ones that are in my insurance. That's another thing. My insurance run is going to run out in like 10 months. Yikes. So I'm trying to do everything now. I'm going to the OBGYN. I'm going to the eye doctor. I need to go to the dentist. I need to, oh, I'm, I have an appointment with uh, the doctor to get blood work done because I want to see if I'm like deficient in anything, like in any, uh, uh, like vitamins, uh, or something, you know, like A, B, C, D, whatever. So I'm doing all that stuff. And so I'm like, I might as well see a therapist for the 10 months that I can, um, so I called, first of all, every therapist's name is Carol. They're all named Carol. Every single therapist in the entire world is named Carol. Even if they're not named Carol, their name is Carol. Even if it's a dude, his name's Carol. Swear to God. So I call like six Carols. Um, they're not really all, there's like a dude named Ron or something. But, uh, I call all six of them and they go to voicemail. So I'm like trying to leave voicemail sounding like not out of my mind. So I'm like, hey, because I think if I like sing, hey, they'll be like, she's good, you know. Um, So I'm like, hey, give me a call back. Just shopping around for some therapists. Um, You know, here's my number. And I finally get an answer from this one lady. Her name's Miriam. My, should be Carol. Her name's Miriam. She picks up the phone and I'm not prepared for an answer. You know, I've already gotten six voicemails, so I'm not expecting her to answer. And she's like, hello. And I was like, hi, is this Miriam? And she was like, yeah, may I ask who's calling? And I was like, my name's Allie. Um, I saw your name on this website. I'm trying to find a new therapist. Um, so I'm just wondering your availability or whatever. And she was way too willing she was like, do you have time to talk right now? And I was like, yeah. She was like, um, yeah, what's your problem? And I was like, I'm just feeling kind of depressed. And she was like, have you? She was like, I'm going to give you some advice. She was like, have you tried going on a walk? I'm not trying. I don't want the rock to be my therapist. I don't want physical exercise as therapy. I want someone to be like, you're a dumb bitch sometimes, Allie, and you need to check yourself. Not going for a walk. I don't want to get kidnapped. That would solve some trauma, though, you know? That would leave some things resolved. If I just get kidnapped and murdered, then I don't have to deal with any more doctor's appointments or therapy sessions. So I'm like, yeah, I have considered uh, going for a walk. I'm familiar with uh, walking. I've done it before. Um, the problem is... I don't want to get out of bed, Miriam. Do you understand? She didn't understand. And then she continued to give me more advice. She said, maybe the depression is hormonal. And I said, yeah, but I'm not starting my period anytime soon. Um, And I went to the OBGYN. They had nothing to say about my parents' divorce affecting me long term. So I don't know what you want the coochie doctor to help me out with. And then I think she gave me some other BS advice. And I was like, you know what, Miriam, Carol, uh, let me give you a call back. And I have not talked. I ghosted. I ghosted Miriam. I don't want, I had a, I had my last therapist I had, I only had her for like maybe two months. She was trying to, she was like, she was like, oh, do you like Ali Wong's new special? I don't want to talk about comedy. I don't want to talk about other people's specials. I want to talk about Larry and Jennifer. I want to talk about me. I want to talk about boys. I want to talk about... Um, I feel like that's kind of it. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. She just... Uh, there's some therapist that I'm like... I don't want to just hear myself talk. That's not helpful for me. I'm the type of person who needs someone to like put me in check, put me in place and give me ways to act differently. So I don't continue to like cause the same things to happen, you know, like this patterned behavior of, uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? So 
Anyway, oh, and then one of the dudes, one of the male carols messaged me. He texted me the next day saying, hey, I just got your voicemail. Due to COVID, a lot of therapists are very busy and booked up, um, but good luck. Thanks, Ron. So anyway, no therapy for me. Just using Instagram stories to validate my existence. Posting a lot of stories. I posted about these cats that have taken over my home. Um, I, I've been noticing this one cat around my block. It's, a, it's the neighborhood cat. She's beautiful. She's this cute little skinny white cat with like kind of that grayish brown spotting. But like also... Um, uh, uh, striped. Like, it's like she's white, and then she has like a couple big spots that are striped with like gray and brown. And she's so pretty and she's sweet. She's like a friendly cat. Like, she doesn't like run away when you get close to her. She just kind of like hangs out. And, um, and she's adorable. And I've been seeing her around my house for like two months, three months. And all of a sudden, like two days ago, Two days ago, uh, I see kittens. She's with baby. She's a she's a new mom, and she has children, and she has dreams. And the cat, the kittens are so cute. And I've never really had a cat. Like I wasn't a cat person growing up. No one in my family really had cats, so I just don't quite know what to do with cats. I'm not familiar with the feline world. And, uh, so I don't, I didn't know what to do. It turns out there, I didn't even know this mom, this cat mom was pregnant, but I guess there's like, you know how that houses have like the underneath part and there's like normally like, uh, gates or like fences and squares around the bottom of the house, like the crawl space under the house. Mm -hmm. My house has like a very large crawl space. I don't know why, but it's big. Like I could... If I clean that place up, that it's an it's a nice spot. You know, you can't stand up, but you got a lot of room down there. And so now now there's a family of ca- cats and kittens under the house. I need to call Joe Exotic. Um what, should I get him on the pod? <laughs> I'm not well, I think yeah, no. Um So yeah, there's a lot of cats. There's like, I I think I saw four kittens and they're so beautiful. Two of them look like Dalmatians. One of them is like the, looks kind of like a, is the tabby cat the gray ones with the, I don't know. But there's, there's four cutie patooties and I want to get them picked up so they don't keep having babies under the house. And then my house turns into like a cat sanctuary. So someone hit me up from a cat rescue and I think they're going to pick them up. Get them taken care of. And I want to keep one of the Dalmatian looking cats. The kitten. They're so cute. And uh, and I and I went to Petco. I'm really... I mean, they're going to get attached to me in the house. Because I'm just treating them like princesses. It's hard to see adorable little kittens and not feed them. But I know that they're going to stay if I do. But... That love is love, and you can't deny that. So I went to Petco. I got them little baby, um, little baby snacks, wet food, and I realized that uh, I needed to take the food out of the can because it's hard to eat out of it. And I think that their noses and mouths can get scratched up from the can. So I'm learning very quickly. At first, I fed them with just the can. And then I started, it's just getting more gourmet for them. I started taking the food out of the can. And then I gave I gave them water. And then today I posted on my story. I gave the mom, well, I put the bowl out with water and then like a little splash of milk. And everyone's like, don't give the cats milk, you evil bitch. No one said that. Everyone was just like, cats can't have milk. It was oat milk. They're fine. And it was a splash. It was mostly water. But I'm learning, you know, I'm just learning and we'll see if I end up actually keeping one of the cats. But it's cute. I want to. I guess when I was younger, I wanted a cat and I think I kept begging my mom 
and we got a cat and I think we had it for about two weeks and then we gave it to someone else who wanted the cat more because it turns out my mom is allergic to cats and I think I might have been allergic to cats. Um, I don't think I am anymore though, but I really wanted to name the cat when I was a child Butterfinger. That's a cute cat name, Butterfinger. I mean, they don't know their name. You've never seen a cat be like, I'm Pickles. That's a cute name. I think I know someone who has a cat named Pickles or someone who has a dog named Pickles. No, my friend Emily, her mom has a dog named Pickles. That's a cute name. Yeah, you never see cats be like, me? So who cares what the name is? Maybe I'll name, no, I don't know what I'd name it. I don't want to think about naming it until I know that I'm going to keep it. Because one time in my dad's house when I was living with him, there were a lot of possums that would crawl around the house and there was a cute little baby possum and I love possums. That's like my one weird animal that like I understand that it's gross and that people don't like them, but there's something about them that I just love. They're so adorable, especially baby possums. They're so cute. So there was a possum and my dad called to um, have someone rescue it. So they set up a trap in our backyard to get it in a cage so they could like take it wherever. And the baby got in the cage and I loved it so much and we had to wait for the people to pick it up. And I begged my dad to let us keep it in the yard for a little bit in the cage before it got picked up and I named it Wendy. It was kind of Wendy, but also kind of windy. I like didn't want to decide on either. So it was like a Wendy-Windy hybrid. And, uh, and it lived in the cage on the side of my house next to my bedroom so I could look out the window and see it. And I would go by and I would feed it in the cage. And then it got picked up probably like two or three days later. It wasn't there for that long. But she was so cute. And I remember I was so sad when she got picked up because I named her and I really felt like bonded to her. So, yeah, I'm trying not to name these cats until I know I'm going to have one of them. That's pretty much been my past two weeks. I'm trying to think if there's... Oh, I've been trying to redecorate. Okay, so I was going through this depressive funk and then I was like, what can I do to feel busy and to like do something. So I was like, I'm going to redecorate my bathroom. I'm going to paint the walls. I'm going to repaint the shelves, maybe get new ones, get a new shower curtain. And so I had my friend Lana come over and we started priming. We went to Home Depot. We got all the stuff we needed. And I started priming the walls so I could paint over it because I really wanted to do this like deep almost like royal blue on one wall and then do the rest of the walls white. Um, Cause I think everyone was like, don't do all the walls blue. It's gonna be so dark and like depressing. And it's like, who cares? I'm just dropping deuces in there. Like, it's not like I'm go I'm not Kyle XY sleeping in the tub. Like how long am I spending in the bathroom? Whatever. So I'm like, all right, I'll get white, I'll get blue. Um, and, oh, my nose is so itchy. So I was like, fine, I'll just do one wall blue, the rest white. So me and Lana, we, we go to the Home Depot, we get the supplies, we start priming, we like tape everything off. There's so much you have to tape when you're painting something. We're taping everything off, it's exhausting. Then we start priming and we are doing the worst job. It's a terrible job with the primer. And I just like, I'm looking at it and we finally get primer all over the walls and it's so uneven. And it looks so bad. And I was like, we're getting someone to do this. I wanted to be like the girl, like the people on alone. I wanted to be a survival, survivalist. I wanted to be like a independent, strong woman. But if there's something I've learned, not from therapy, just from life, is that if you don't want to do something and you try and you can't, get someone else to do it and don't feel bad about that decision. So I went back to Home Depot, did a couple laps around the parking lot, found this guy, Miguel. Miguel was standing alone, which is what drew me to him. You know, he was wearing a mask. Another thing that drew me to him. And I, and I waved over to him. I was like, come here. And then all of a sudden, all the homies at the parking lot run up to my car. They're like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you need? What do you need? And I was like, I want this guy to paint my bathroom if he can. And 
just name your price. All of a sudden, everyone's handing me business cards saying a cheaper price than the price before. And I look in Miguel's eyes and I'm like, you tell me how much you want. And it was a reasonable price. So I had him come over. Um, and he was so sweet and he was funny. He was cracking jokes. He was like, I can do the ceiling too, only $300 more. And I was like, I'm not trying to pay that much. And he was like, no, I'm just kidding. Funny guy. He's from Guatemala. He has two daughters. One was born in Guatemala, so she's a dreamer. She's going to school up in the Bay right now. She's going to university um, to be like a social worker or something. And then his other daughter, 16, she was born here. He's been in uh, East LA for about 17 years. Great guy. I'm going to have him back. Maybe I'll have him on the pod. His English isn't amazing, but he's fabulous. So he painted my walls. He was there for like four hours, four and a half hours. And I'll be honest, did he do a fantastic job? No. The more I look at it, the worse it appears. But he definitely did a hundred times better than I could have done. But I think the problem really is that the white is way too harsh and I need to do more of the walls blue. So I might do that on my own because Miguel pretty much set up the whole foundation. All I need to do is just the walls that I need to paint are very simple and I don't need to prime it or anything. I just need to paint. So I might do that on my own, but I'm also thinking of having uh, my friend Lee spray paint one of the walls and do like a... So it's hard to explain and I don't think it really is that important. My bathroom's small. When you walk in, I'm going to take you on a mental virtual tour of my bathroom. So it's small. When you first walk in, it's the toilet right in front of you. There's the door. You walk through. There's the toilet right in front of you. To the right of the toilet, I mean, straight up to the right of the toilet, it's a small sink space uh, and a mirror on top of that and then a little light fixture. And then directly to the right of that is the tub shower that goes from wall to wall and then you have the back wall and then you have the toilet paper holding wall and so where the shower is on the right there's like you know uh there's like wall space above it this is hard to explain but it's like there's like a there's like a third of the wall at the top that can be painted on, like spray painted or something, or just painted. And so I almost want him to just like, he's a really good um, like spray painter artist and stuff. So I want him to dr- to do a dinosaur. I don't know. I'm just having fun. I'm gonna get a neon for above my bed frame. My room's gonna be like cool, funky, sexy. Why not? I'm trying to, I'm trying to just make the environment fun and cool. So yeah, anyway. um. I guess I'll answer some people's questions now. I went on Omegle last night and someone was asking me how often I go on Omegle. I just kind of do it whenever I feel like it. Maybe that's once a week. Maybe it's two nights in a row. Maybe it's twice a month. Um, It's just kind of whenever I feel like it. So I don't know. Keep your notifications on, I guess. But I was on Omegle. 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 And it's hard because... I was having this issue where I had been thinking about this for a while. Oh, my back hurts. Hold on. I'm sitting all freaked up. My posture has been so bad. I've just been like gargoyling. Okay. This isn't much better, but it's a different worse. So there's going to be balance in between my fucked up seating posture okay so I was on Omegle and I've been kind of wondering this and thinking about it so I go on Instagram live on my phone and Omegle is this platform where you're just kind of it's like Russian roulette but with video chatting strangers you constantly are in a rotation of of seeing new people you don't know who you're going to talk to who's going to come up next on the screen you can exit out of it at any point and get a new person But pretty much it's kind of a free-for-all. You can do anything, say anything. Um, It can be a creepy place. It can be an exciting place. It's weird. Overall, it's weird. But I go on Instagram Live and I talk to these people and they don't know that I'm recording them. 
and my thing has always been like, well, I used to go on when I was in like seventh grade and I understood that I was talking to complete strangers. And I also understood that these strangers, even though they might seem nice, they might be like perverts. You know, I might be talking to someone who's old, who's like a creep who's screen recording me because maybe he has a, you know, thing for, you know, girls with knots in their hair and boogers in their nose who are in seventh grade. You know, I don't know. Um, but I always just kind of knew going on online in general, um, people can do anything with you, your information, whatever you're saying, whatever you're doing, you know, like you're being watched, like we're all being watched constantly. So that's always my justification is like, yeah, I'm on Instagram live. I'm not telling these people I'm on Instagram live, but when you log on to a website like Omegle, you kind of, uh, understand that. Um, people might not be as they seem, or they might not be telling you all of the truth. You know, I could say I'm from Alaska and that might upset someone. Also, the thing is when I'm on Instagram live on Omegle, I'm not really trying to make people look bad. I'm not trying to like make people confess some weird stuff that's going to like haunt them forever. That's not what I'm about. I want it to be an interesting conversation. Uh, I want funny moments to happen or just wholesome, whatever. So I was on last night. I was talking to this one guy. Um, he was super sweet. He was uh, up in Sacramento and we were just kind of bantering back and forth and we had this good thing going on. So I made the joke of, oh my God, are we dating? Is this a date? And so then we go into this conversation of like, okay, well, if this was a date, like what would you say about yourself? And so we're going back and forth talking about like, dating, relationships, um, what we're interested in, what we're not interested in. And then we start talking about comedy because he seems like he would be a comedy fan. So we're talking about his favorite comedians, my favorite comedians. And I go, yeah, I'm a comedian. I go on, uh, I'm on, I'm actually on Instagram live right now. Like, is that okay with you? And he was so upset. He was like, are you serious? And then just nexted me, canceled me on to the next. And I felt so bad because I thought it was great. Someone in the comments was like, oh, he's probably married. I don't think so. I don't think he's like, I mean, maybe that could be, or he was just upset because he was being vulnerable with me. And I don't know. So it, it kind of made me feel bad. Um, but in my opinion, there was nothing for him to feel upset about. Not, I'm not trying to like invalidate how he felt because he's allowed to feel upset or embarrassed or whatever. But it's never my intent to make someone feel bad. So then I tried going on and telling people I was on Instagram Live. And then it just like, it changes the dynamic. It's not as fun. So I think I'm just going to keep doing <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing it posting it on Instagram if it's, you know, a good session. And then if people end up seeing it or because I don't post all of them, like I don't I don't post onto my Instagram uh, every time I do Omegle because sometimes they just aren't good. You know, sometimes I go on and the people aren't that interesting or they're just being kind of weird um, or someone will say something that I'm like, I don't feel comfortable having on my Instagram for longer than the live. But I think I'm going to keep doing that. And then if someone happens to see my Instagram and see that they were on my Omegle and they don't want it up there, of course I'll delete it. Like, I have no issue with that. But I never want to post something that makes someone feel bad or uncomfortable. So anyway, I'm going to keep doing it though. But yeah, I was kind of like having this like crisis, but I think it's fine. I just, I just felt bad because he was like so sweet and then I, I felt like I had bamboozled him in a bad way, but I think if he had just given me time to maybe elaborate, he would have understood and felt better about it. But, um, you know, everyone's, everyone's, uh, entitled to their own opinion and feelings. Someone said, what are your thoughts on taxes in California? Would you move to Texas? Um, no. No, no. I like California. I like LA. If I were to move anywhere, it would be New York or... Yeah, I don't know. I like Texas, but I wouldn't move there just for tax purposes. I'm not making that much money to where I'm like, oh, I'm getting... 
actually, I don't know. Yeah, taxes do suck, but you put up with it. I like LA enough to deal with the taxes. I'm going back to Texas. I'm super excited. I'm going to be in Texas. I'm going to be in San Antonio December 4th and then Austin December 5th. And all of the ticket information and upcoming shows is on my website, allymakofsky.com slash shows. I really liked, I, I like the part of Texas that's by the lake, like Lake Travis, I think. That's where I was last time. I met, I met some people after the show I did with Craig Conant and they were super cool and we ended up going out and then the next day we all went on this boat and like Travis together and they were so cool and I'm actually going to stay with one of the girls who I met at the show um, on this trip because she was super cool and uh, yeah, it was just such a fun time. Like the people out there are really cool. Um What's so funny? Why are you, you laughing? Just, you just said super cool and cool like 17 times. Did I? Uh-huh. Oh, that's so annoying. I don't realize I'm doing that, but I do. I say yeah a lot. We know that from the Joe Rogan experience uh, that I did, the podcast. Like, I say girl, yeah a lot. The girls are super cool and like that Lake Matthews or whatever is just super cool. Yeah, well, things are cool and I don't know a lot of adjectives, so... Cool, 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 cool. I used to have a joke, actually. What? I wish I... Let me see if I still have it on my phone. It's so old. I'm going to see if I have it. Um, wait. Oh, wait. Hmm. Are you searching for cool in your notes? No. Oh, that's a good search. I... Hold on. I need to find this. Whoa. These are such old jokes. Hold on. This is crazy. I used to have a joke. Whoa. Hold on. Huh. I used to have a joke about how all we're looking for in life is just someone to eat with. Like, that's all we're doing. Like, we're just finding new people, new friends to eat with. Maybe you find the one person that you marry so you can share more meals together. And then you die, and our funerals are just filled with people we've had lunch with. It's a bad joke. I'm not saying it's good, but there's something there. It's what's That's what's so interesting about looking back at old jokes, because I remember going to open mics, doing that joke. I mean, I, I'm sure I had... I'm sure there was a better way that I was saying it, and there was more of a point, but in my notes, I just kind of have, like, the basic... Like, it literally says, all we're looking for in life is someone to eat with. Our funerals are filled with people we've had lunch with. There was more to that joke that I would do when I was performing it. And it would work, you know? And I was so... I'm like, ooh, this new joke is really killing. And now I look at it and I'm like, I don't... How did that joke work? Well, this is also crazy. I just started doing this one joke. Um, and... And I, and I had just come up with this joke. It's a new joke of mine. And I'm looking at this very old notes and I have the premise to the joke in here and I just completely forgot about it. And like, literally, I mean, this, this note is from December 7th, 2015. So it's been five years. I've completely forgot about this premise. And now I'm realizing that I've figured out how to do this joke subconsciously. Apparently that's so bizarre. That kind of makes me feel good that like, you know, in t- December 7th, 2015, I'm like, I hope I can figure out this joke and I don't for five years, but I'm not thinking about it every day. I completely forgot that I had that premise in here. I can't find this. I can't find the... Uh... The cool joke? Yeah, hold on. Ah, uh, life is finding someone to eat with. Marriage is someone to eat with on the same schedule. Tinder is a place where people talk about where they want to eat. And a funeral is filled with people you've eaten (laughs) with. What? How did I think that that was a joke? It's like an interesting thought if I was like Rupee Carr writing a poetry book. This says, my dad told me I'm emotionally disconnected, which is the nicest way of calling someone a sociopath. That's not a joke. That was just something that happened. (laughs) I forgot about that. He did tell me that. 
I can't find it, but the, I mean, I can't believe it took me that long just to make this one statement about the word cool. The joke was pretty much like, I, I, every time I'm at a museum, I never know what to say. So I just walk up to paintings and I'm like, ooh, cool. Like, that's the only thing I, I, like, what are you supposed to say? Like, wow, that's a bountiful picture. Like, I just say cool after everything. Oh, cool. That's, it is annoying though. I should read more books. I should join a book club of or something. Maybe another time. How much time are we at? 56. Wow, look at me go. Some people ask the nastiest questions. Like, I'm not answering that. Gross. What did they ask? I don't even want to say it out loud. Come on. They said... What's the best orgasm you've ever had? Like, why? That's none of your... Like, that's... Why would you ask that? That's so gross. And then some... This one guy who's a fan who follows me. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) One guy who's a fan who follows me. And I know what you're about to ask. You're about to say, haven't you never had an orgasm? I don't want to I don't want to even talk about it. Here's the thing. This one guy messaged me because he was sending me messages that I found were inappropriate. It was questions like that or you know other things that are like just personal inappropriate questions. And so I said, "Hey, um I don't uh I don't like being asked these kind of questions. Like I appreciate your support, but I don't feel comfortable with these questions." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Well, you know, you on your podcast you talk about And I know he's probably listening to this right now, which is fine. He's like on your podcast and in your comedy, you talk about um, discharge and hooking up and like orgasms and, you know, all this stuff. And I'm just asking you, you know, why can't I ask you? Because here's the thing. When I'm doing my podcast, I'm talking I'm, it's like a diary. It's, it's personal. I'm, when I'm doing stand up, it's a one way conversation. It's not me looking into your eyes, um, and having a back and forth conversation where we're, I get, you know, laughter is, laughter is the way of you agreeing or, you know, acknowledging my statement. But I don't know you on a personal level, you know, I don't, I don't have an interaction with you where I understand where you're coming from and where the question's coming from. So yeah, I I understand how it would be confusing to hear someone talk about inappropriate things and feel like, oh, well, this isn't a big deal. But like, uh, that's me on stage. Me on my phone looking at Instagram, me checking my emails. That's, that's, that's Allie outside of comedy. That's not me thinking about all this nasty shit. And also, like, comedy and this, like, everything's kind of, you know, it's not, it's not a complete reflection of me. So just because you think I'm, like, inappropriate and just, like, talking about my pussy all the time, it's like, I'm, I'm pretty serious most of the time. And I don't know, I don't want strangers to talk uh, uh, to me in a way that is very personal, And it's hard because it is one-sided, you know. I'm sure to some of you, it feels like we're, you know, BFFs. I hope it does, you know. Then that means I'm doing a good job if it feels personal. But then you have to take a step and go, okay, we don't actually know each other. I probably should tread. I shouldn't ask disturbing, in my opinion, questions. Like that. What was your best org? I don't want to talk. Like, I mean... Now I feel like a prude because I'm like, who are the girls on Barstool Sports? That one girl's podcast, Alexa Cooper. Call her daddy. Yeah. Message her. She'll talk about her best orgasm. And that's a very popular podcast, you know? I just don't want to be talking about that all the time. Only when I have something funny to say about it. And right now, I don't. So I'm not going to answer that question. Thank you, though. Oh, he has the same name as me, too. That's annoying. Ollie. Uh, I mean, uh, mine's Allie. His is Ollie, but same spelling. Um, What's the starting five on your Thanksgiving plate? Most overrated Thanksgiving food. Turkey is the most overrated Thanksgiving food. We don't need to have turkey, okay? You can do another 
meat option if you like meat. I think turkey is overrated. We don't need to have it just because it's Thanksgiving. We can do any. I would rather have a steak, to be honest, or chicken or, um, yeah, not that. I love mashed potatoes. I like the mashed potatoes that still have like the, some of the skin in it that have some other stuff in it. I like a chunky, thick mashed potato with a warm gravy. I love a good stuffing. I love a good stuffing. And what else? Oh, I like um, I like greens. I like vegetables. They have to be sauteed properly, marinated correctly, cooked correctly. I don't, I'm not trying to eat spinach out of a can, you know? I want it to be cooked sexily with some spices and stuff. Put some love into that meal. You know what I've always noticed on holidays? drive through lines, packed. Pre-order Del Taco, pre-order Taco Bell, pre-order Jack in the Box, pre-order McDonald's, because they're going to be cranking out McMuffins left and right. And it's and it's messed up because I eat so much on Thanksgiving. I have zero restraint. I have zero self-control. I just, it tastes good and I go for it and I don't stop. I get thirds. I get fourths. I, I People start looking at me in the family going, is she going to eat more? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Because guess what? Most days, I'm not eating a home-cooked meal, Okay. So I'm taking advantage of this. I will take the leftovers you offer me and I'm not going to be shy about it. Um, And I still have the audacity when I'm driving home from the family event after stuffing my face, I still go, I should stop for a burrito. It looks so good. A a holiday festive drive-thru? Come on, don't even get me started. What else do I really like on, on Thanksgiving? I don't, a stuffing, like a good stuffing with the mashed potatoes, with the gravy, with maybe a, a steak. I love a salad. I'm a huge salad girl. Not like in an LA way of like, I like kale and lemon. Like instead of using dressing, just like using lemon. That's so lame. I love, I love like an unhealthy salad. Like the leaves of the lettuce should be white, like see-through. They're not even green. They're not even healthy. You're pretty much taking in everything else. And I like throwing cheese on the salad. I like throwing any meats, any proteins. My mouth is watering thinking about it. Oh my God, I'm so excited. You know what I also love in a salad? My mouth is straight up just like salivating. Hearts of palm. Olives. Green onions. I love green onions. There's also this thing. If anyone eats salad, just get the seasoning in case you ever make a salad. Just have it on deck. It's so... I think it's like kind of white trashy. I grew up on it. Salad Supreme. It's the seasoning that you put on top of your salad and it's so good. No matter what dressing you use, like I'm straight up going to drool. Salad Supreme. They're hard to find. If you find it, get a couple in case. Make it a stocking stuffer if you don't like it. But it's better to get more than less. One time, my mom couldn't find any Salad Supremes for like two years. And that was devastating because we love salads. We love these big, unhealthy, just like chunkster salads. And we throw this Salad Supreme on there. At least I do. I throw that bottle. And my mom couldn't find it anywhere for like two years, maybe longer than that. Finally, one day she was at the store and she was like, you know what? I'm going to check if they have it. They had it. And my mom still has from that one trip at least five left, five of the seasonings. She probably bought like 20, maybe 15, maybe 10. I don't know. I might be exaggerating. But I love it. I also watched Queen's Gambit. That's unrelated. I'm not going to talk too much about it. But Netflix, Queen's Gambit. Just at least get until episode two. You're going to like it. It's so good. Damn. Damn.
Also, just a fun video for you to watch on Foo's Gone Wild. I mean, it's deep down. It's hard to find. You can probably just YouTube it. But just type... Yeah, I guess just type YouTube. Um, Oh, maybe it won't pop up that easily. Type in fuck jar. F-U-C-K-J-A-R. And then maybe to specify the search, also type in you happy fool. And then hopefully it'll pop up. It's such a funny video. That's it. That's all I have to say about that. When's Andrew Santino coming on the pod? I think he thinks he's too good for it. Um, But in the meantime, listen to my episode on his podcast, Whiskey Ginger. I had a great time. I felt so funny. Sometimes you do a podcast and you're not in the right headspace or, you know, you just can't. Sometimes my brain just doesn't work quickly. But Santino's the type of dude who I can always just joke around with him and I know that he'll like bounce off of that and add to it. So it makes me feel more comfortable to crack jokes. And uh, and so I had a good time on his podcast. Someone asked me, what do you think about van life? Like Tom Green style. Yeah, so I noticed that Tom Green has been traveling around. He made a van. Uh, my friend Ari Manis is also working on a van. I think it's really interesting. I don't think I could ever live out of a van or do like long-term van life. Um, but I'm trying to incorporate some van aspect in the future. So um, I think it's cool. And... Um, stay tuned because Allie might be doing some van stuff. Actually, cut that out. Actually, keep it in. Yeah, keep it in. Do I shop at Staples? That's a random question, but yeah, I was there the other day. (gasps) Maybe I got recognized at Staples and that's his way of... I mean, that's just a weird question, if not. I went to, like, three different staples the other day because I was going to get stickers made and I couldn't find the right um, sticker paper. I don't... I'm not, like, frequenting staples. I'm not like, oh, I got to go to staples today. But I was at some staples this recently. Someone asked me, when is the next merch drop? Um, I am working on it. I'm working on it. It probably won't be until 2021. Hopefully in like January or February. Maybe March. I want to get some cool new stuff out. I'm not going to do any more Allie is my girlfriend shirts if you got one. God bless you. You're one of few. Um, and that's a prized possession and hold on to it closely and tightly. Um, I'm going to make new stuff, different options. Uh, and I'm looking forward to that for sure. Someone asked me if I listened to Steely Dan. Yes, of course. I, 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 my, my dad's name is Larry. He used to do cocaine and apparently he did a speedball once. So yeah, I grew up listening to Steely Dan, T-Rex, uh, Todd Rundgren, Hall and Oates. My mom's also into this stuff. Uh, what else did I grow up on? The Mamas and the Papas. Yeah. Someone asked, what is wrong with you? I don't know. (laughs) Great question. Couldn't tell you. Someone asked me if I'm going to color my hair again. Probably soon. I might have to wait... I don't know. Holidays are busy for hairstylists, so hopefully I can get an appointment after Thanksgiving and before Christmas. I wanted to do blue, and then I saw Whitney did it, so now I don't want to, like, cramp her style or step on her toes. So I might wait to do blue, or maybe just not do it, Um, but I probably will dye it again. I don't know if I'll do a color. I'm thinking of uh I'm thinking of keeping my roots dark and then just keeping this part blonde, but just making it look nicer, getting the color out, and then just doing a bunch of colors on the tips of my hair, like on the on the ends. I think that'll look cool. It'll look like fun dip or sprinkles or something. If I could tour with any two comics right now, who would they be? 
That's a really good question. One of the ones that came to my mind pretty quickly was Eric Andre. I feel like that would be a really good time. Uh, his opener is Sarah Squirm on Instagram. Sarah's super funny. She's going to be on the podcast soon. So we'll talk about that because I feel like that would be so fun and he's so funny. Um, and another person I would want to tour with, um, hmm. Maybe Nikki Glazer. I feel like that would be a fun show. What's my plan if COVID never ends? Truck driving. Do I tell people I'm a comedian? It depends on the context. If I'm in an Uber or a Lyft, no. No, 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 no. No. I'll tell them I'm like a dentist or something. One time I made the mistake. I was trying to figure out what to say. I was like, oh, I'm a writer. I think I was like, what do you write? And I was like, books. And he was like, I'm also a writer. And I was like, what do you write? He was like, poetry, you want to hear some? And I was like, I feel like I don't have any other options. What's my zodiac sign? I'm a Virgo. That's about it. I forget the other ones, like the moon and the rising. I, f I don't know. Someone asked if I'm single. Yes, queen. Do I watch earwax extraction videos on YouTube? You bet your bottom dollar. They're also on TikTok. I type in the search bar earwax and then I watch all of the videos. And for Christmas, no spoilers. If you're in my family, mute this. For Christmas, I'm going to get my dad and both of my sister's uh, significant others um, these things, you can get them on Amazon. It's like an earwax remover and it has a camera and a light at the end. So you could look at on. Yeah. You can like look at your earwax while you're taking it out. Ooh. And I think I'm going to get one for myself because I want to know what's in my ear. Oh, I love it. I love, I love earwax videos. And I also love like pimple popping and like ingrown hair removal videos. It does something for me. And I don't know. I don't know why, I don't know what, but it's so fun to watch. All right, that's all the questions. Um, okay. Well, I mean, there were more questions, but that's all the ones I wanted to answer. Um, thanks for leaving me questions, and I'm excited for this episode to come out. I hope you're having a decent week. Don't forget to... Please leave a comment on this video. I've been reading all the comments on the last video um, with Fahim. And you guys left a lot of comments. And it's fun when I'm bored to just read through them. And uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. That helps out a lot. And tell your friends about the pod. And um, yeah, hopefully I'll see you soon. Take care. Stay blessed, stay saucy, stay cool, super cool, 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 cool. This has been a cool episode. I'm your cool host, Ali Makovsky, signing out. Oh